Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 17, How Life is Providing Constant Feedback. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Changeable. You've heard me talk about this new paradigm and how simple and wise it is. Our design is incredibly wise and incredibly helpful. Like it's just such good news. So we're innately well, always, beneath our psychology, by nature, at our essence, at our core, we're well. And at the same time, we're constantly feeling our own moment-to-moment thought-created experiences coming to life within us. So we get this huge range of emotional experience, a huge range. And as much as we might curse that at times, thank God we do also. Like, you know, we get to be alive. I mean, we get to experience all of this stuff, good and bad, big and little, moving through us all the time. How boring would it be if that range of experience were smaller? Now, again, I get it because I've thought many, many times, I wish the range of experience were smaller. (laughs) I'd be totally, perfectly happy with just a small little range over at the other end of the scale, you know, not in all the suffering and pain. And I'm sure we've all felt that at times. But the thing is, we can kind of have the best of both worlds. I mean, we can come to see something about this emotional experience, see that it moves through us, see that it's brought by thought, see that it isn't us, see that it isn't there because of us. It isn't personal in that sense. I mean, it's personal in the sense that it's showing up within you right now rather than within me. And mine is showing up within me and not within you. It's personal in that sense. But it isn't about us. It isn't like, oh, you're getting this because you're this kind of person. You're suffering because you deserve it or you created it or you're the kind of person who suffers. No, not even close. That's what I mean when I talk about it being impersonal. It's thought created energy moving through us, bringing us this huge vivid range of human experience, very human experience. And Again, the best of both worlds is like we get to see something about that, experience it all, and not be it. We can experience it without being it. That means we're not taken down by it. We're not tied to it because we know who we really are and we aren't it. We're beyond it. We're what's always there beyond and beneath it. So as people start to get a feel for this, often they say, okay, if... I'm that healthy core, if that's like where it's really at, the part that doesn't change and, you know, that me that I always bounce back to, that home base that I always bounce back to, what about all this experience? You know, what's it for and what's it mean if it means anything? Is it random and arbitrary? Like, do we just get thought moving through us, bouncing off in directions, but we're okay, so like it doesn't really mean anything? Or is it guiding us in some way? Is it moving us through life in some wise kind of way? Now, I'm not pretending to understand all the secrets to life. And 
have, you know, be the authority on how this all works. I think life is largely a mystery and it's probably best that way. I kind of like it just being a mystery. But this new paradigm does reveal a little bit about this feedback system, you know, about how our feelings are there to guide us through life and to give us constant feedback about what's going on. The problem is, as has been the problem in everything I've shared with you on this podcast so far, is that we innocently have kind of come to misunderstand that feedback system and not really read the signals all that well. So how do we interpret our feelings? If our feelings are there for guidance, if they're giving us constant feedback and guidance through life, what does that mean? Like, how do we interpret this the right way? So first, let's look at the wrong way. The way that I think most of us interpret it. And again, as as with anything I say, just see what resonates with you. When I, I just kind of speak casually here and I'll say things like the right way and the wrong way. It's a podcast. It's clearly, you know, how I see things, but see what resonates with you. So what I'm going to say is kind of the old paradigm way is that let's say you walk into work And every day when you walk into work, you have this horrible pit in your stomach. I was actually taught at one point in old paradigm-based coach trainings and things that, oh, you should listen to your body. Your body has wisdom. 100% agree. Body is incredibly wise and absolutely there's a feedback system going on there. You are getting feedback. If you walk into any place or constantly have a pit in your stomach uh, just sitting at home at your house, like that is feedback, no question. That's your feelings, right? And And there's something to see in that. But what I was innocently told was, oh, if you have a client who, you know, walks into work and has a pit in their stomach, you should show them how their body is is telling them that that's not the thing for them. That's not the job for them. If they don't like their spouse anymore, that's not the person for them. Now, I'm kind of exaggerating this. It's not like they flat out said, oh, if you don't like, if you feel sick every time you walk into work, definitely not your job. But that was essentially the gist of it. And I think that's pretty common. I'm sure that's probably not much of a stretch. So we go through life letting our feelings move us closer to and further away from things. Again, I think there's so much wisdom in that. But but where we tend to innocently go wrong, where we have a little misunderstanding that needs to be cleared up, is that we interpret our feelings as having something to do with the world out there. So again, you go to work, you feel sick every time you walk in work, it's the job doing that to you. And one way or another, that's about the job. Not into your partner anymore, that's about the relationship. You know, we just are constantly, innocently looking outside. And when we start to use this wisdom, you know, it's wonderful that we kind of intuitively know that our body does have some wisdom and that our feelings do guide us in a way. But but we kind of fall into that misunderstanding with it. So what do we do instead? Like, how does this really go? In the new paradigm, what we see is that we don't feel life out there. We only feel our own thinking coming to life within us moment to moment. So it can't be the job or the relationship that we're feeling or anything else, the habit, the addiction, the your body, your health, like it can't be that stuff that we're feeling. It just isn't possible. We're feeling our own thinking brought to life. So 
when you go into a job every day and you have all kinds of horrible feelings, kind of jump in the gun when we start saying, therefore, I need to quit my job. doesn't mean that at all. It means that your mind goes to a pretty horrible place when you walk in there every day. Our feelings are always 100% showing us the thinking that's showing up within us in that moment. Thought and feeling are the same thing. Two sides of one coin, two sides of the exact same coin. So we simply feel what we think. We don't feel life, we feel what we think. And yes, we get habitual thinking, no doubt. So if every time you, you know, again, look at your partner, look in the mirror, drive over a bridge, whatever it is for you, you have certain feelings, well, they're just showing you that you have some habitual thinking and that thinking shows up. Maybe that thinking does show up in that circumstance or in front of that person or whatever consistently, but it doesn't have to because it isn't coming from that. Thought tends to be very habitual because it gets filtered through our brains and our brains are habitual little machines designed to keep us alive. They're awesome in that way. But we want to start to see beyond that outside-in misunderstanding and see that what we feel is always and only showing us where our mind is, how thought is moving through us in that very moment. Can you see what this opens up for us? So again, in my early coach training, they said, okay, you know, read your body compass. When your body says, no, 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 I don't feel good in this situation or with this person or when I look in the mirror or whatever, that's showing you it's time to change something in your life. And what I'm saying from within this new paradigm is no, no, no. It's showing you that your mind is going in a particular direction consistently. That means we don't have to change life first. You might still make changes in life. It does not mean don't change life. Go back and listen to episode 14, I think it is, about doing nothing, if that part's unclear. Because it's not at all saying if you walk into a job every day and you have this pit in your stomach, stay at that job for life. No, that's just another rule. It's not saying stay at the job for life. It's also not saying leave the job. It's saying you're not feeling the job. You're feeling habitual thinking that shows up. And when we can see clearly what the actual cause of our feelings is, 100% of the time, we can look back and see, oh, my own thinking is creating this feeling. And what do I know about my own thinking? Well, I know it's my own, meaning it's subjective, it's biased. I know it's always changing. I know even though my mind might generalize and say, every time I walk in this office, I feel this pit in my stomach, I probably don't every time. And even if there's a pit, it's probably a little different from one moment to the next. So again, there's some fluctuation in that. It's it's our psychology we're feeling. That's all our thinking and feeling are the exact same thing, right? It's just our psychology brought to life. And when we can start to see that it isn't the outside world doing that to us, our mind gets quiet because we're not constantly freaking out, looking outside of us, thinking, what do I need to change so that I can feel better? We see we're just feeling the shadows of our own thinking and our own thinking is going to shift on its own. And from within that, imagine the quality of choices you can make. So if I hate my job and I have this pit in my stomach every time I walk into the office and it looks like it's the job's fault, there's a lot of messy stuff in that. <laughs> There's, well, well, 
you know, well, what do I do? First of all, how do I change it? How do I better my job? Should I find a different job? What if I have this feeling in a new job? You know, then what? Like there's all of that messiness. It's just complicated. But when I can see, oh, I'm feeling my own thinking here. I don't know what the job is. The job's just a job. I can leave it. I can stay. Anything's possible. But I'm gonna. I'm feeling my own thinking when I feel this pit in my stomach. There's space. There's room. My thinking gets to shift. My thinking gets to fall away. And I get to feel the me, the clarity, the wisdom, the common sense that's beneath all that thinking. And that's where we kind of are in that place where people say, I just knew. I just knew what to do. I just knew I couldn't stay there any longer. So I left. But it isn't from a, it isn't us running from a horrible feeling. It's coming from clarity. It's a really different feeling, a really different place. Or I knew that, you know, it wasn't the job doing that. I, I realized, oh, my mind was just really insecure here and I didn't have to take that seriously. Then you don't take your insecure thinking so seriously. And who knows, maybe you love the job. Maybe the job's perfect for you. I don't know how it's going to go in the outside world. But can you get a sense for this? Like get a feel for when our mind is quiet, we just see what there is to see. We see the outside world through much clearer eyes because we're not scrambling to make some outside change in order order to fix a feeling because feelings don't need to be fixed. Seeing more about this starts to put you in a, a kind of red light, green light situation. So in episode... 16, I believe it was, and the anatomy of anxiety. I talked about how Sherry began to see this for her anxiety. So she became far less interested in the content of her thinking when she felt anxious. The what if this happens and oh no, and that shouldn't be, and how are you feeling? All of that, all of that kind of fell away. And she started to see her experience much more simply. She saw it as, oh, there's a lot of anxious energy here or even there's a lot of energy here, or there isn't. She could see it really simply and and really as a matter of fact, without a bunch of fear, okay, I'm in anxiety or I'm not. I'm in my right mind or I'm not. My mind sped up. It became kind of like an either or in a sense. And that's how it starts to look when things are, are looking more simple in this way. That's how our feelings can really kind of guide us. When we are feeling anything that's not peace and clarity and home base and all that stuff that is us, it has to be our thinking doing that. There is no other option. So when you're feeling extreme discomfort or panic or fear or confusion, confusion is a huge one. Things look complicated and complex and confusing. That has to be just a busy mind. And, you know, again, where we get into trouble, and I say that loosely because we're not really in trouble, but where we make it a little harder on ourselves is we feel that stuff and then we go in and try to solve for it. So we feel confused about a job or a relationship or something. And our mind is constantly in, okay, well, let me figure this out. Do I want to stay? Do I want to go? Is this for me? Is it not for me? What do these feelings mean? And all we're doing is just getting bogged down in layers and layers of complication. And it's not even real complication, layers and layers of thinking. That's always changing, which is why it's really hard to kneel down because it doesn't kneel down. It doesn't work that way. 
just as we start to sort through these thoughts and those feelings, we wake up the next day and they're all completely different, you know? So who the heck knows? It's just not, not a game we're going to win. It's not a puzzle we're going to solve. And it's not a puzzle we need to solve. What we start to see in this red light, green light kind of way is when I'm confused or not feeling well or scared or anxious or any of that, that's a lot of thinking, period. I get to just wait. I don't need to go make a big move in the world. I don't need to attribute it to anything because it isn't attributable to anything out there. It's a lot of thinking. That's what it's attributable to. So you let your mind settle down. Snow globe shaken up, you let it settle down. And then you see what to do. So that's how our feelings really can guide us in such a simple way. We're either seeing clearly or we aren't. And Again, there's a huge range and that, you know, I'm just, just saying it as a black and white like that, just to kind of illustrate a point, but we're either in a lot of biased, subjective, moving thinking, or we're seeing pretty clearly. And then we don't even think about it at all. Then you just know, okay, it's Monday. I'm going to work, you know, then you're not in all of that. I think about something that a mentor of mine told me once it's in the little book, a big change that. Animals in nature, when they are lost or confused or scared, their instinct is to stop. Not to run faster, not to run around shrieking and run in circles and do all the stuff that we, all the stuff that we humans tend to do. Their instinct is to just stop and regain their bearings. Stop and kind of let their mind, their little animal mind settle down, knowing that clarity is in there when they're calm. We humans tend to do the opposite. We know, we know it's time to, you know, be calm, put your own oxygen mask on first. We know all the cliches, but we don't really do it. (laughs) We tend to get worried or confused or anxious and we need to figure it out. We go faster and it's just the opposite. So our feelings are this amazing guide that is so much simpler than we ever thought it could be because it doesn't have to involve the outside world. Again, our direction comes from within us. We don't need to solve for things out there. And when we can see it working in this way, it works in this way for us. You know, the more we see it, the more we see it. And the easier it becomes to read the signals in this accurate way.